Hello there. I'm Trevor Tordemasi, and this is Taiwan Plus on ICRT. It's an interview series brought to you by Taiwan's only all-English video streaming platform and all-English radio station. In the studio with me today is Quincy Davis. He's a star basketball player for the New Taipei Kings and Taiwan's national basketball team. Thank you. Thank you for having me, ICRT. Thank you for having me, Trevor. A uh, pleasure to be here today. And uh, yes, I am all those things: basketball player. <laughs> Uh, national Taiwanese hero. So I'm uh, just very proud, very <laughs> humble of all these accomplishments. Um, so uh, I guess one of the things you're most famous for is in 2013, you became a Taiwanese citizen in order to compete for Taiwan in the 2013 FIBA Asia Championships. Um, how did that competition go? Uh, correct. Uh, yes, I became a Taiwanese citizen in 2013. And Within that year, uh, we had a big game uh, in the national uh, team uh, played in the uh, in the Philippines. And, you know, we had a big, big victory against uh, mainland China and we were able to, to to beat that team. I think coming in, we may have been like the eighth seed and we finished up that tournament, you know, within the within the fourth seed. So uh, we beat some big teams. Uh, like I said, mainland, we beat the Philippines and we're a very strong team. So. Uh, Fighting the good fight, man. <laughs> nice. What's your position in your team, and what do you play, and how do you usually play it? Uh, my position is the uh, five man. Uh, I think my my role now is to is to be a leader by um, giving as much passion to the game and um, and showing my experiences. That's my role is to, is to stay positive. Um, let them know, you know, I'll be thirty nine next week, and I'm still. You know, running up and down the court, where, you know, twenty-two-year-olds, um, those type of things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those type of things. You know, really carry over, and people are really inspired by that. Is it much different playing in Asia than it was when you were playing back in the states? Uh, absolutely, uh, especially not so much in Asia, but in Taiwan specifically. Um, I think the basketball culture is still has a lot more growth uh, to be done, and. Uh, we're getting there, especially with this 2013 game. I think it really changed a lot. Uh, a lot of kids are are want to play basketball more. I think here, uh, prior to that time, basketball was not the the main sport, but now it is. I feel like, and uh, baseball has always been the the leading sport that everybody wants to play. But basketball is something that you can do alone. It's something that you can work on your game alone. It's much easier, and uh, the kids are, are really really loving it more. These basketball matches have taken you all around the world as well. Um, where, what kinds of places have you played? I, I marked them all down. I think I'm at like 40 countries now. Do you have a map where you like <laughs> peel them off? You scratch yeah. them off as you go there. Okay. Yeah, um, it's it's been my travel vehicle, like you said, to get me all around the world, and um, I'm just very, you know, thankful for the opportunity because I never dreamed of this opportunity to be traveling. Yes, basketball has taken me to uh, South America, uh, to Europe, to um, to Africa to uh asia so it's just been it's just really been a journey for me the the best place that i would have to say is taiwan because i end up settling here because i've mm -hmm. been here like 10 years now i think the most annoying part is not being able to spend time with your family members mm. uh, like i said since i became a, a national citizen um, i had to give up my u.s citizenship so um i remember a few years ago i would go travel to america it was like you need a special visa to come here because you've been to Iran. I was like, I was there for competition. They was like, oh, well, you still went there. So it was like the feeling of being denied to be able to come to your original country. It was just like heartbreaking. Like I stayed in the airport like six hours. I couldn't get up. So being away from family and then within an instance, 
not being able to see them and being so close, uh, being here 10 years, you know, you miss out on a lot of deaths, a lot of births, a lot of graduations, a lot of me being new uncles again. But I got to miss out on all that because, you know, I chose this 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 career so it's it's a blessing that i'm still been able to play it's a blessing that i've helped taiwan accomplish uh many goals that they uh that they haven't seen and uh people who who don't play basketball who just work at 7-eleven or uh or startup companies it's like they saw that game in 2013 and that's beat china and it's just like that inspired them that a small country can can win against a, a billion people you know what i mean mm -hmm. so still to this day grown men are like very emotional and very thankful like i inspired that so if i if i die tomorrow i know that i changed somebody's mind and made it made them feel inspired by the, the accomplishments that we've done so in terms of going back to visit family like you mm -hmm. said being a citizen of taiwan now u.s border control at least for some of my taiwanese friends has been historically very difficult to mm -hmm. uh and very mm -hmm. hard on people um yes. trying to get in the u.s mm -hmm. um has that caused problems i i guess oh. i naively would have thought that you'd walk up and be like yo <laughs> you you get you know me right and they'd be like oh yeah. i remember you and let you in but they don't if we're traveling with the team you know it's much easier just to push everybody through because once you stop you got to stop a whole group really? but if you're traveling alone oh uh, let me tell you these border patrol guys are usually ex- uh, military men so it's like if they're sitting behind a desk now and typing on a computer and doing boring a, a boring job which is paying well so they're going to do it they can't wait to to find something you know going on but even when i did have my u.s citizenship it was still a problem traveling back yeah. into the u.s it's just like they just want to know question where have you been how much money do you have you sure you don't have over ten thousand dollars uh if i check you will you have drugs it's just constantly so it's never really changed and um, again, and that's why I appreciate Taiwan. When I come to Taiwan, back from the States or just anywhere, it's like I show my ID, my Simmons in, and it's just breezing right on through. After representing Taiwan uh, in basketball um, and doing it so well, um, do you find yourself representing Taiwan in other ways too? Be it through uh, habits, food, language? Well, as far as the language, uh, I have not uh, really like broken down and decided like I really want to learn and I really feel ashamed and embarrassed sometimes that you know people are like well how long have you been here and I'm like uh, 10 years it's like oh so you speak and I'm like no oh, okay no, I don't you busted out Shen Fen Zheng earlier like the easiest <laughs> most natural thing yeah 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 because I, I hear those things a lot like I can right. get into taxi and say where I'm going but the language uh, and off the court I just haven't really learned too much of it. Uh, what is it like too uh, on the team? To, I'm assuming everyone speaks English, or you speak enough Chinese to get. Or uh, it really is just like I said, it's the body language. It's the uh, we know the simple things, pass and and cut. So I, I know I know a few of the words. I kind of understand it. Uh, they get on me about not knowing the plays, but I understand that we need to do A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. To accomplish D, but sometimes we might have to skip over B. Sometimes B fell down, so we have to get over to C <laughs> just to get to D. So we have to, you know, it's, it's almost common sense. But the overall goal is to score the ball and uh, and, and win the game. So uh, once we get past that part, you know, it's all about keeping each other, our heads up, and uh, staying together and and uh, staying positive. Um, what is your favorite part of the game? Simple question, on or off the court. Uh, my favorite part of the game is being is just being competitive. You know, basketball is a game, um, but the competitiveness inside of me just wants to compete and wants to win. You know what I mean? If you're trying to get ahead of me, I'm trying to get ahead of you. Uh, right now, 
you know, when I go home, uh, Google Maps is going to tell me I need 20 minutes to get there. I'm going to try to make it to 17, you know. <laughs> so anything is just a competitive nature. So I feel like um, with regards to also with Taiwan, as sports grow and grow here and we start convincing the parents and the government that we need sports for our culture, I think there that it's a no brainer that our tech world becomes more competitive. You know, any innovative things that we do becomes more competitive because when you travel to other countries like Korea, Japan and China, it's no secret that their tech, you know, is very competitive because these guys treat sports as, you know, the real thing, like a, like a war, a friendly war. Uh, so that's what I love about sports. It is a friendly war that no one has to lose their life, but it's very competitive. Everybody's in tune and, um, and just very passionate about it. So, Okay, so I have, I have a weird question. Um, when I was growing up, my uh, my uncle, um, he is about 135 centimeters tall. He played for a team called the Hollywood Shorties. Mm-hmm. Um, and they played against average-sized people. Right. Um, it was for fun, but it was also like really fun to watch. And it got me thinking, um, what do you think feels the same about basketball, no matter who's playing it? I think the constant... You know, thing that, the thing that we have in common, you know, no matter how tall you are, how short, that's the beauty about basketball is that you get to come out. If you're working a regular job or just dealing with things in life, being able to step out on that floor, exercise and run and yell and, and pick your teammates up and, and win and lose together and, and compliment each other, uh, that's that joy, you know, that brotherhood will, you know, is always going to release the stress and and help you to have a have a better day at the end and you're burning calories so with sports no matter how tall you are how short you are um you know it, it can be played um and you realize that yeah i'm gonna need me a big guy who's overweight to set a good screen on me because i can i can make it i can make the shot if he sets a good screen or if i can get it down there into the post he can still be able to score so you start realizing that hey we're all different but we still need each other at some point during the game, you know, to accomplish our goals. So, um, again, that's the beauty of sports is that we accept everybody and understand that everybody is different, but we're the same and loving the game and, and competing together and working together. Also, you playing one of Taiwan's favorite sports, uh, being a role model, it makes it easier to like guide. Oh, absolutely. Minds into absolutely. Cool they lock in to, uh-huh. to whatever I'm telling them. And maybe because I'm a little bit tall and I'm hovering over them, uh-huh. but they lock in and they, and they really listen. Um, I think my obligation um, as a role model is to is to not just be a basketball player, but uh, show people uh, my struggles, my success and uh, just share my stories, you know, similar to you know, what we're doing now. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's more than basketball. So you have to show them, you know, that even when they're falling down. Hey, look, Davis fell down too, and he got back up. So I think those stories are, are, are mainly important to show the experience. Well, I have been very uh, conscious of the environment, but I try to work with a lot of kids and explain to them, you know, like, let's go do this and let's go do a beach cleanup. Well, when the kids see, you know, how beautiful snorkeling is and stuff like that, and they see the trash at the bottom or the pollution is causing this, and the kids will listen because they're seeing it firsthand. Uh, where can people find your games? On YouTube is where I catch to to, to do the recap, and, uh, and it's P League Plus. If you can join some games, uh, we got some coming up this weekend. They're usually played on the weekends. And yeah, just bring your family out. Come enjoy a good game. We're representing cities now, so which is a great thing. No matter what, just come support Taiwan basketball. You said you have a restaurant open. Uh, the restaurant is open, uh, is located in uh, Da'an area. It's called Uncle Q. 
Heck Uncle yeah, Q. it is. And I was inspired with the name Uncle Q because, again, ever since this 2013 game, you know, I'm work, I'm walking the streets, I'm out in public. You know, people have their babies and they're like, hey, take a picture. That's Q Susu, Q Susu. <laughs> you know, so it's just really. Again, it's, it, it just warms my heart. I decided, why not? Name it Q-Susu because all these kids have been watching me and, and, and calling me their uncle. So, All right, there you have it, folks. Quincy Davis playing for the new Taipei Kings. This has been Taiwan Plus on ICRT. Until next time, I'm Trevor Tortomasi on ICRT FM 100.